Welcome to The Rookie Physio, the podcast for physio students and early career physios who want to accelerate their journey to becoming a highly effective physiotherapist. I'm Nathan Mobbs, a physiotherapist and owner of Personal Best Physiotherapy in Wodonga, Victoria, and this podcast is a collaboration between me and Rachel Stevens. Together, we are going to unpack what life is really like after uni and help you transition to private practice with lots of practical tips, tools, and strategies. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rookie Physio podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, we do have some housekeeping to go over. We would just like to let all our listeners know that today's episode will be our last one for 2020. We are taking a short break over the Christmas and New Year period and we'll be back on deck mid-January. You may have noticed this already, but we will be releasing fortnightly episodes in 2021 and we'll keep you up to date on our socials when we are back. We also know how challenging 2020 has been for students. As I know some are still studying over this summer, I wish everyone all the best in finishing up their studies and hope you can all enjoy a nice break before heading into your next adventure or your final years of study. Now, because 2020 has been a shit year, to put it politely, Nath, what was a win in 2020 for you? Uh, Thanks, Rach. Yes, 2020 has been a rather challenging year as a private practice owner, Uh, but there has been some wins. I think uh, two two wins. The first is uh, getting this podcast up and going, and I really want to thank you for your efforts in doing that. And the second is that our personal best physiotherapy will have a new location in 2021. So a bigger location, we are getting ourselves a proper gym and that's something to really look forward to um, in 2021. Yes, it is very exciting for personal best in 2021 and I look forward to it. What about you, Rach? What's your win of 2020? Well, I have to agree I've had a few wins myself, but starting this podcast is definitely one of the wins. A pandemic makes you do crazy things. Who would have thought? We would have our own podcast, but it's pretty cool. And probably probably my second win would have to be finishing third year and going into my last year of study in 2021. Pretty excited to finish up and head into a career. You've done really well, Rach. You're on the home stretch. Um, You'll smash through 2021 easy. Thanks, Nath. All right, let's get into today's episode. Nath, what do you have in store for us today? Today we are answering a question from one of our listeners who says, Hi, I'm a new graduate physiotherapist from Melbourne and I'm really enjoying your podcast. I'm in the midst of job hunting. Could you possibly do an episode on tips and things we should look out for for a good private practice job first year out? So there's lots of things we could talk about here, Rach, and I had a think and identified seven key things that our listeners will find helpful. All right, Nath, I'm so excited for this episode because I reckon it will be so valuable for our listeners and I reckon I can guess the first key area because it comes up in all our chats and I've heard many other physios tell me to look out for this and that would be mentoring. 
Yeah, that's right. So this is pretty obvious, but you want to start somewhere where the practice is prepared to invest in you as a as a physio uh, to help you become an effective sought after therapist. So this means so mentoring, and and this means teaching you not only clinical content like how to manage common conditions, but also other things like how to establish meaningful treatment goals with your patients, creating re, uh, creating written treatment plans that help rebooking, uh, the coaching strategies used to educate and motivate your patients. Uh, another important aspect of mentoring is finding out, uh, so before you launch into a whole a lot of content, is finding out a little bit more about you. So identifying your learning goals for your first year out, uh, that will be different for all of you because it will depend on the experience that you've had uh, on your placements. So you might find that you're strong in one area but uh, you need work in another area. But also working out your personality type and your learning style. So if you're, the practice that you're heading into, if they know about how you best learn and what your goals are, then um, it means that then when you get into that clinical content and those other things that you're going to uh, get a better result. You're not going to waste effort uh, in the wrong direction uh, by learning things that you don't need to know and uh, it just keeps you with a clear focus. So really what I'm saying is that mentoring should be tailored to you and it, it can involve lots of different things and, and that really depends on the practice. So this could include uh, double appointments with a senior physio, uh, weekly case reviews with a senior, doing some self-directed learning, uh, participating in a um, in the PD sessions with the whole clinical team. So it can look like a number of different things. A mix is probably good, uh, but again, a good mentor should really help identify what is most likely to work for you. I was lucky enough to sit in on some mentoring on placement and I found it quite valuable for myself and the other physios seem to love it. So definitely one to look out for. So I know on placement we always have our first day as orientation, getting to know the workplace, understanding the online systems. What happens on your first day on your job? Uh, really good question, Rach. And what um, a good job should really have some sort of induction program. So what that means is that when you, particularly in the first six to 12 weeks of the practice, there should be some structure to your days and to your week. Um, you don't really want to turn up on the first day and be thrown into a room with 15 patients and, um, and you know, just told to sink or swim. So uh, it, it helps you to learn and stay focused and stay motivated if you have some structure. And uh, just to give you an example, so if you didn't really have any structure, the other thing that could happen is that you have a patient at 9 and then someone at 11 and then someone at 2 and then someone at 4.30 and this isn't ideal because you lose momentum. If you compare this to a day where you have a block of patients from 9 to 12, and then you, then you have a couple of double appointments with the senior for two hours, and then an hour of self-directed learning, and then maybe an hour with the front desk team and so on, then this is much better because you have structure and purpose to your day. Okay, nice. So what's next? So once, you, um, once, once you're pretty confident that a practice has a good mentoring program and a good induction program, it's helpful for you to find out a little bit more about 
the practice. So what's their niche or what's their point of difference? And this is sometimes called different things, but you know, a practice might have a vision or a mission um, or a purpose for their practice. This is obviously going to be different for different practices, but you, you want to know what the big picture is before you get into um, the detail. So as an example, um, my vision for personal best physiotherapy is to be the place people in Wodonga choose to restore movement, strength and function. Our mission is to help our patients move, feel and live better. And our purpose is to understand what has gone wrong, why and how physiotherapy can help. So if you think about those statements, we are really focused on rehabilitation, not a quick fix. And we are looking for patients who share that view. Now, there's no right or wrong about our, our vision or mission compared to someone else's. But if you know what your practice stands for and who they help, then um, that gives you some um, a bit more understanding about what you're doing when you're working there. Okay, so on placement, I noticed there's a fair bit of paperwork and booking patients in can be quite overwhelming for the therapist. And a good admin team definitely makes it run smoothly. Is this something we should look into for our job hunting? Yeah, I, I think uh, it, it is important to know um, what the admin team does at your first job. So a well-run admin team makes a massive difference to your day. Uh, when your when those support systems run well, you can focus on your job, which is to understand and help your patients. You don't want to have to be answering the phone during a consult or greeting an incoming patient while you're treating another, um, you know, rummaging through the drawer to find the right form, uh, making bookings, taking payments and so on. So a, a well-run admin team will do those things for you. And uh, there's a saying from the restaurant industry, which is that you know great service because it just it, it happens without you really having to, without the patient knowing about it. So things happen smoothly around the patient and um, you know, a good admin team will follow up the imaging report for you or uh, sort out the doctor referral that didn't come through and so on. So when these things, if you don't have these things happening because uh, a practice doesn't have a great admin team, then what that can mean is that your day becomes filled with a, with a lot of frustrating things and that tends to disrupt your focus on your patients. All right, what's tip number five? Uh, tip number five is just to, I think it's uh, really important to actually, if you can, try and go to the uh, practice that you're interested in working at. Uh, and just have a look at the physical space. So every clinic is different and have and has its own atmosphere, and you want to find one that sits well with you. Now, the feel of the clinic, for want of a better word, is really created by the owner and should really match, you know, the vision or mission of the practice. So, you know, just simple things like does your consulting room have a window? Is the clinic clean, modern and professional? And um, What's the gym like? Do they have a lunchroom? Now, space costs money in private practice, so you won't necessarily find all of these things in all practices. But if you're able to visit the clinic in person, it's a great way to sort of confirm what you might have in your mind or what you've seen on the website. And then you can um, you can often have a, either a good or a bad gut feeling about the place after you've been there. That's a very good tip. Does it matter how far away we live from at work? Uh, great question, Rach. Uh, so yeah, I think it does. 
Um, this is often overlooked by both physios and sometimes practice, sometimes practice owners when they are looking for physios. Um, the further away you live from work, the more likely it is that this um, could become a source of frustration for you over time. Obviously, this, this is a, a personal preference thing. I know some people don't mind driving and they find driving is a way that they can um, you know, decompress after a big day. But what we've found is that if staff live more than half an hour drive from the practice or if their commute involves a lot of traffic, then that can become a source of frustration over time. It's important for physios to remember and physio students that time is your most precious resource. So you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. So if you're choosing perhaps between two practices and one is significantly closer but even pays a bit less, then just have a think about how you feel when you come home and you're home half an hour earlier every evening um, over you know, weeks and months that can actually make a big difference. So ju- just, just keep in mind how far um, you will be or potentially be from your work. All right, we're coming up to tip number seven. And I know at Personal Best, I work with the marketing for our services. This involves coordinating social media posts for our ther- from our therapists to promote any services. What does a new grad need to know about marketing themselves in a new job? Yeah, great question, Rach. Um, it's important that new grads know that every private practice needs to market um, their services, um, unless, of course, you're, you're the only private practice in a region with lots of willing patients, but that's pretty rare these days. And you will need to be involved in the practice's marketing program. So you want to know that they have a plan uh, in terms of how to promote you as a, a new team member and that they've done things in the past that have a track record of effective promotion and marketing. So marketing strategies can be as varied as, um, as physios. So it's not necessarily whether something is right or wrong, but just whether it has worked in the past. And um, it's really about trying to develop a plan for how to fill your books over the first sort of three to six months. All right. Thanks, Nace. Those were some excellent tips for those who are currently job hunting or will be job hunting in the future. So we'll do a quick recap. So number one, mentoring. Number two, a good induction program. Number three, a great admin team and systems. Number four, physical space, actually visiting the clinic itself. Number five, finding out their niche or point of difference. So this could be that vision, mission and purpose for the practice. Number six, distance from home. Number seven, a proven marketing system. Now, Nace, we are fortunate enough to be looking for our next superstar physio to join the team at Personal Best Physio in Wodonga. Can you tell us more about it? Uh, yes, I can. So we are looking for a physiotherapist to join us in 2021. And we have some information over at our website. So you can go to the careers page of our website and there is a video there about what it is like living and working in Albury Wodonga, as well as some information about our mentoring program. So just head on over to the careers careers page of our website and you can, uh, if you're interested, you can just submit a form through the contact us. Uh, I think you set up a, an email submission form on that um, 
careers page, yep. Rach. So you can jump on, send us an email, um, ask any further questions. All right. So lastly, two weeks ago, we hit 500 downloads on our podcast, which is massive. We can't believe it. Um, in the beginning, I was happy to have 10 listeners, but eight episodes down, we have hit 500. So a massive shout out to all our listeners for jumping on and having a listen. We hope you are learning some valuable tips and tricks to take into your studies, placements or careers. We wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and we'll be back in your ears in 2021. Keep an eye out on our socials and we'll let you know. That's all for this episode. For any content related to this episode, please visit our website, personalbestphysio.com.au. Click on the Our Team tab and then go to Resources for Students. We love your questions. If you want to send one in, then just use the Contact Us page of our website and send us an email. If you like our podcast, please leave us a review either on our Facebook page or Instagram account at The Rookie Physio Podcast. Thanks for listening and catch you on the next episode.